The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. all sense of reality and enter another world. Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. Beyond. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 172. I'm your host, Greg Miller, alongside, for the first time ever, his new name, ladies and gentlemen. He only does everything. He only does everything? He only does everything. I've been up... It's mm, been a long night. Yeah, for I, I know. He only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Mm. Colin, how are you? Like are that. you excited to have a new name? I am. That's it won with 46.62% of the vote. How many people voted on this? Uh, it was G- uh, 6,000. 6,000 Six. people voted for your new wow. name here on Podcast Beyond. Uh, se- Runner-up was the editor, formerly known as Guides Guru, with... Uh, a pitiful 21%. Not even oh, close. Okay. It wasn't even close. This is an overwhelming He victory. only does everything, Colin Moriarty. <laughs> nice. Make some fan art, everybody. Get it in here so we can get it on the wall. Right on. Uh, also, remember, we're the conversational podcast. If you want your questions read on Podcast Beyond, you go to Beyond it, You send an email to beyond.ign.com. Like Jonathan does. Jonathan writes in and says, can Scott Lowe come on the show so he can describe all the details of the NGP? Sure, Jonathan. Hey, Scott Lowe. Hi. Gear God, Scott Lowe's here. Back by popular demand. Huge, or at least by Jonathan demand. demand. Jonathan demand. Yeah. Uh, no sense beating around the bush, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the world's changed. Everything mm-hmm. is different Everything as is of different. this morning. Uh, so let's get right into it with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Uh, biggest news of the year so far for the PlayStation community is, of course, uh, NGP, the Gross National Product, I believe. Yep, National Gross Product. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> uh, PSP2 is real, ladies and gentlemen, and it is codenamed Next Generation Portable, NGP. Worst name ever. Well, it's a code name, right? It's why? a code name, but why do you need a code name on a, on a product that's part of an existing series? That's a big question. Yeah. Why do we, Scott Lowe? We don't. It's just so, I, I honestly think they're going to come out with something new, like some new like t- name for the entire series, and then uh, but they haven't quite figured it out yet. But they're not ready to really kind of press it. So, All right. um, yeah. Well, let's get through the basics. The whole show, by the way, is going to be this NGP. PSP2, mm. new portables mm. uh, talk here. Uh, that's all the kids' questions were. So get ready for that. If you have no interest in the PSP, uh, I would guess fast forward to the song at the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> so here's uh, the Roper Report. Oh, well, Colin's got a whole bunch of stuff on here. Oh, no. It's, I it's, mean, there's it's, a lot uh, of stuff that's not PSP stuff Okay, so st- stick with this part and then go to the ending song. Okay. Uh, first story, yes, the PSP2 is real. It's codenamed Next Generation Portable. Here's what you need to know. NGP uses a new game medium in the form of small flash memory cards. Thoughts on this? I think it's a nice idea. I think idea. it's effing terrible. Really? Come on. I want a hard. I lo- I love the idea of flash storage and having all my games on one system. I'm praying that I can rip these from the flash cards to uh, some kind of in store. Yeah, I, I can't imagine them not allowing you to do that because I think they 
this this product theoretically could kind of bridge the gap between the digital the exclusive digital platform and you know the car, the hard copy medium where people can actually go out and buy games. So um, they haven't. Uh, we have the specs here, but is there anything in here about uh, like what they, the format is? No. Okay. Like it's an, it seems like a new proprietary format, which okay. means you're not going to be able to just use like a you know like SD Sony. card or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. So I mean, it's it's definitely going to be like the UMD all over again, maybe marginally more successful. Okay. And but there's nothing in here about any kind of storage on the device, is there? No. So it, theoretically you could like they could support an entire digital library of every hard copy game they sell like uh -huh. in that disc format so or in that uh flash storage that's what i suspect is going to happen too yeah. i think scott's totally right in that like people you know we're kind of comfortable buying digital games but i don't think everyone is yet yeah. I, actually no, I think I most people that. aren't no. I mean, yeah. if you read the piece that the three of us actually wrote people were like i people would even say we need a umd drive and we need i want to buy games and i won't buy this unless there's a a way for me to go into a store and buy a game. So this is a way to lull them into a sense of security, yeah. well, and then and then they'll, it's a way yeah. to keep GameStop around too, right? And not or not keep them around, but keep them not pissed off, right? Well, I suppose not that. Not only that, but I mean, as I love digital distribution as much as everybody, but if you know you are downloading a several gigabyte game, it takes forever. Like yeah, I mean, Nash, like you know, kind of the broadband in this country just doesn't support that kind of speed right now. So like, I don't want to sit around and wait for hours. I want to go to the store. It may actually take just as long to go to the store and do it, but I mean. I want that instant gratification. It's like, okay, I got this game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, so. I understand. Okay. All right, next on the NGP hit list. It uses a touchscreen on the front and a touchpad on the back. Sony uses the words, quote, touch, grab, trace, push, and pull to describe what you can do with the screen and pad. How's that stick with you? How's that in your crawl? <laughs> I, I don't like those words uh, that the terms they're using for it, but basically, in short, that says to me gesture you know, support, like multi-touch gesture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they showed the... Uh, Little God. deviance. Thank you. I'm so tired. Little deviance. <laughs> that game sounds and, cool. And from the back, yeah, you can push it up. Put You push on the touchpad to make hills and make, you know, uh, change Shape the terrain the world, as you play. Yeah. yeah. If they could do a good SimCity with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, people are really kind of weirded out by the touchpad, and, and I think even I was in the beginning when I first heard about it, but yeah. I think like that has like incredible capabilities in terms of like shaping the new gameplay experience and it, and it goes beyond simply the you know the yeah. on-screen touchscreen <laughs> um, uh, I'm, I'm really pumped for that and uh, more importantly I'm what I'm most excited about on the the touchpad front is that it basically can serve as a trigger like so yeah, right. in, in absence of, a, of an actual trigger that not people, having r2 or l2 oh, yeah, yeah so yeah. you can actually uh, theoretically a you know game developer can map those functions to just simply tapping the back of the the device. Yeah, and that's what I'm excited about. For this, something they didn't talk about, which kind of was a little disconcerting, was I was hoping that they we will talk about the games in a minute. But I was hoping that they were going to say like you'll have these games plus uh, you go on PlayStation Network, all these games will work, and then you can use R2 and L2 on the touchpads like you were saying mapped because mm -hmm. that was one of the big complaints is how are you going to do it without two triggers on either side. So yeah. that I think is the solution. I'm still I'm still keeping my fingers crossed that they do some something yeah. like that. All right. Uh, the release date is still unknown, though they say it will be ready by the 2011 holiday season. Makes sense. I like that. I hope it's worldwide, right? I would imagine. Yeah. Well, some people have questions. We have a lot of questions. We'll, get to well the there were some reports that it was uh, like a lot of the kind of like the information that was first flooding out was that it was going to be Japan in like holiday, but not necessarily the United States. I don't want that. No. But I don't. Global I don't think that's the case. I think they said worldwide. All right. Okay. Uh, the price is still unknown, and is probably the biggest thing we don't know about yet. Yeah, I think it's like the, the what's that's the, the X factor. What's the price going to be, Colin? Give me your four hundred bucks, probably. Yeah. Oh God, that's a lot. 300 I was like ready. I was like okay, I think we'll be all right. I I don't know. I I want to say 299. Um I I I really hope they take the hit like they did with the PlayStation 3 cuz yeah. I I think they have to have learned their lesson from uh the PSP. Even 200, even 300 is is pretty high. 300 is high. Yeah. But if it was giving you something, I mean like as good as it looks, as all as slick as the thing looks, if it was 
that great, then I can see 300 making more sense. Whereas 400 is a huge, that's a huge number for somebody to try to wrap their head around. Yeah. Well, the other thing is like a lot of people, when I, when I've, you know, in the short time I've had to discuss this with people, people are like, <laughs> um, you know, the Wii, uh, you know, Nintendo did it with a 3DS that it's more expensive than the Wii. Yeah. Um, but the Wii is a piece of shit, to be yeah. honest. I mean, it like it, it's it's really old tech. It has really you know it, it it's gotten really cheap for them to produce. Whereas the 3DS is wholly new. Whereas remember, Gear God here is talking technical specs, <laughs> yeah. not just the Wii is a yeah. System, so don't be all jerky. Yeah, no, part. no. It's uh, you know, I mean, I, the plat, you know, your perception of the platform and the games and stuff. That's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like as far as like the tech is concerned, it's several years old and it's really cheap for Nintendo to produce. So the fact that the 3DS, which is based on newer tech, still kind of like you know cheap. But at the same time, uh, kind of a little more advanced, it makes sense that it's more expensive. Whereas this, it's like it's basically taking you know a, a console that is still really expensive to produce and yeah. and making it a little more uh, again making it into a portable version. All right. So. Uh, the NGP won't have the XMB, but instead an all new interface called Live Area. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I mean, obviously we haven't played with it yet, but yeah, but it sounds Clemens, it will replace like it. XMB. There's I, no XMB on this thing, yeah. I, I wasn't I was I wasn't sure if that Well, was that's what they've fun. shown. Yeah. From what we sh- I mean, yeah. obviously everything right now could change. Scott Lowe says there's the it, it could possibly be bigger than it already is according oh, to the Oh, okay. Prototype. So the uh, the press release that they included uh for all the like sp- specific dimensions, uh they listed off they said that it in parentheses tentative excludes largest projection. So theoretically they could have a bigger prototype out there cuz again, these are all prototypes. They're not actually what the, you know the design is not finalized. So this could be they could make it bigger, they can make it smaller. I guess we should touch on this too. We haven't described it if you haven't seen it. Imagine yeah. a PSP, a PSP 3000, bigger, a little bit bigger, yeah. bigger screen by a lot, right? Or by a, five inches. Yeah. As compared to what is it, 4.3? Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah. And then on top of that, you got two analog sticks there, not nubs, sticks. They're full on. They're up. They're there. Ryan Clements says they feel very good. Everybody he's played with it say they feel very good. Touch screen to fool with. It's actual thumb sticks, not thumb like. Correct. Nubs. Yeah, it's not the yeah. nub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick sticks. Uh, interesting to see if we can push those down and lock them or something. How are you gonna? Yeah, because the portability is definitely. Yeah, how are you gonna get in your pocket? Yeah, that's my question. And it has like a kind of rounded on the back uh, design, kind of like the original PlayStation Portable did. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's actually um, we, well, we're actually gonna break it down for you guys later. But like comparing the dimensions of this thing to other devices, so um, it's it's there's a lot. Of, the actual thickness is not much more than the actual PSP. Uh, but the 2000. length of it gets me. Yeah, so it, uh, it's you, a, you, we looked at the shots last night from I think Engadget, right, where they were holding a PSP up next yeah. to it, like yeah, in the, the case, width of it. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ, it's, I think it's like seven point like four or something like that, um, like wide. So it's it's definitely a hefty device. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Yep. Uh, NGP will be linked to the internet with a constant Kindle-like 3G connection to allow multiplayer gaming and game downloading, etc. Who used the words Kindle? I think Colin did here in his yeah, report. Okay, but isn't, I, that, isn't that the idea? It's not like you, it's three G. We don't know how it works. Well, because the Kindle they have three uh, free three G standard. There's no service plan or anything like that. Whereas this, I think they have to have some sort of like you have to sign up for data on that. Because mm, wasn't it in? Didn't they say in Japan that they so the the, the Japan carrier is going to charge people to use the three G? Because I was well, under the impression that that was. Why I use Kindle like was like you can't necessarily surf the internet, but if you want to go on PlayStation Network, yeah, then you can just do that. Well, yeah. that's 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 a big question, I, I, one of many big questions. Um, yeah. But like I I feel like I don't know for that much data, especially with United States carriers being so fickle about like you know how they use their data and the way they're charging smartphone users, like you know you know buy the gigabyte and in, in some instances, um, I think it'll be 
interesting to see how because this is such a media rich device so if you're streaming or downloading content from the internet like it's going to be using a lot of bandwidth and i think uh whatever carrier it ends up going on is going to want to get some money out of it yeah. unless sony decides to subsidize it like like amazon does with the kindle which would be a huge expense for them so but it'd be cool it would be really that would cool. be awesome because they're doing so much neat stuff with it like as far as like you know the live area stuff is showing you who or who is around you who's playing what you can click on what they're playing go yeah. and download it right away and have it's it. such a staple experience the way they described it like yeah. they, like it's their big push with this yeah. thing it's, so, it's like, a social device and, and see, this, constantly is, connected. this is what's weird about it so uh, it, it's conversational so we're going to deviate for a second mm-hmm. it's so big right yeah like, it's it's big i can't and i it, that was always my problem with psp 3000 or any of them right is that except go is that it was so big in my pocket so now you've made a device that's bigger but is gives me a reason to carry it around all the time yeah that's weird yeah, yeah i never i never liked i'm sorry no, no, oh sorry i didn't mean to interrupt uh but yeah, I mean, I never like carrying it around in my pocket, anyways. Yeah, like it just—it just, no matter how small, even the PSP Go is too too big for me. Oh, you're crazy. Yeah, thicker than a little bit thicker than an iPhone. <laughs> oh, yawning. Yeah, me and Scott Lowe were up till two. We were, I, I think the, I, we were at the office until two a.m. working yeah. and stuff. So sorry if uh, when I woke up yeah, at think, seven to get back I was, on my feet. I was sleeping at two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to say, I, I yeah, I think it's it's interesting, but at the same time, like when you think about like a tablet. You know, you carry it around with you. It's bul- it's bulky. It, you know, it looks like you're da- carrying a data pad and, and fucking Mass Effect or whatever. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> you know there'll be a way around it. I, I guess that's true, right? I think you want to be compelled to bring it with you. I think I, um, I don't think portability is really as important anymore as people think it is. I mean, it's nice to have a phone in your pocket, but you have your backpack or your satchel with you. Yeah. You're on the train or whatever. You know, I I personally rarely travel without a bag. Yeah. Yeah. So you just throw it in there and it's, it's everything's fine. You know, if that's not a problem with See, the iPad, then that's not going to be a problem with PlayStation 4. True, but I think they're are they going for something different? Like you figure, like Peace Walker was a good example, right? Where if, if you went when you pinged a different Wi Wi-Fi hotspot, you could go get new people, right? New, and recruit new people. So when I would just go to Safeway on the Muni, I'd have my shopping bags, you know, in my pocket rolled up, and then my Go in my pocket, and sit there mm. and just ping in away. Whereas on this one, I'd have to then pack a bag, so I have something to put it back. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But you make a good point that yeah, people don't complain about the iPad being big; they get to do it. Well, and and then you know when they don't want to carry a bag, they literally just carry it around like the like. And I'm assuming people do the same. And plus, I mean, the, you've got the whole third party to to fill those gaps with like you know yeah, right. special mad carriers, cats, the mad yeah, cat, uh, yeah. mad cat uh, fanny pack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, uh, yeah, just think about like you know not only iPad and Galaxy and stuff, but even things like we were talking about Kindle and Nook and. You know, it seems like everything's getting a little bigger and everyone's kind of getting a little more comfortable with everything. Yeah, it, was about, it was always about truncation with the size. And now it's kind of like, well, we have the the phone, the iPhone, that fits in your pocket. But if you want you want to have a more dynamic experience, yeah. you're going to need something a little bigger. Well, and, you know, the world is becoming more kind of uh, okay with man purses. So mm, That's true, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. European so. carry-alls. Yeah, yep. that's what, it's, it's a ca- Satchels. It's a <laughs> okay, here's the next one here. NGP can expect games from the following series. Killzone, Resistance, Hustle Kings, thank God, Uncharted, Little Big Planet, Call of Duty, and more. Finalized game titles includes Hot Shots Golf Next, Little Deviance, Gravity Days, Reality Fighter, Smart As, and Broken. Support has been promised from developers like Konami, Capcom, Tecmo, Koei. They showed a Dynasty Warrior. I know. Who was shocking. shocking. Uh, Sega, Epic, Grasshopper, IREM, Level 5, Namco Bandai, Ubisoft, 2K, Rockstar, and Activision. That's pretty. That's a lot of people. That's pretty impressive. I mean, I, I still say the most impressive thing I think for Western markets and what's going to drive the the original sales of NGP or whatever is going to be the Call of Duty game. You know, if you have a Call of Duty game on 3G that you can just play with other people, that's that going to sell insane. millions of copies. That is insane. Like it's yeah. inevitable. Yeah. yeah. 
It's huge. And, you know, that's not big in the Japanese market. What's going to be big in Japanese market is that they have Monster Hunter. So they're basically, they basically already cultivated two series that they know are just going to sell in yeah. their respective markets. And I, I think that's a really impressive thing. Imagine if that Monster Hunter down, they, they showed, they got up there and they showed Monster Hunter th- third, right? Yeah. And on, but they said this is the downloadable version of it. If they added in the fact that that had online multiplayer rather than ad hoc, right now it's just ad hoc whoever you play with. If you made a lobby system for that so that you could be playing anywhere 3G, yeah, that'd be insane. I'm sure that's exactly what they're going to do. I mean, I mean, if they only have limited resources and they need to either make a new game with ad hoc or just make lobby 3G capabilities for a game they already made, they'll probably do the latter. Yeah, so yeah, that game sold like three and a half million copies in Japan. Yeah, it's yeah, Monster Hunter is huge. Yeah. So, and you know, and I think yeah, that's and I think one of the big turnoffs for it in a, in the states, right, is that you have hardcore pockets of players, but then they have to go out of their way to be with other people to play. And that, that's a game you want to play multiplayer. So if you could do it, yeah. I mean, I, I really I'm not a Call of Duty fan at all, but you know, I was really blown away by just thinking about it. I'm like, this is insane. You're going to see people playing this fucking game everywhere, you know? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'd be surprised if they don't alter that by the time like E3 rolls around to actually incorporate 4G. Because 3G can support like uh, real-time multiplayer and like a Call of Duty scenario, but um, it's spotty. Like you know, the the data connection speed isn't quite up to snuff for that kind of thing. So I I, I think uh, a 4G kind of capability uh, might may find its way into that. Okay. So, cool. so what about Uncharted? They showed that running. So yeah. awesome. Not stuff we'd seen before. No. It looked like a little bit of it. It looked. It looked. I thought it looked comparable to the original. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If not it a little looks bit like Fortune. Yeah. yeah I think and, you're of right. course, we're watching it off. A camera being translated over the internet. I mean, it's not great yeah. in general. The, what we, the feeds that were available for this thing. So. I saw some like HD stuff of it actually. The the demo just before we started podcasting, and mm-hmm. and like what blew me away is like the the shader effects and stuff mm-hmm. like the, the mm-hmm. lighting. Um, you know, it, similar to what you experienced in the first game is like you know the the way the light hit. You know, the you know kind of the light of the jungle hits Drake's yeah, back, it's like filtering through trees. And yeah, stuff yeah, it it was. 100% on par with the, the console version. I was just like, wow. Yeah, it's so. impressive. Uh, the concern I know a lot of people had watching that demo in the office, right, is the fact that there was a lot of uh, goofy controls in there. Yeah. I'm yeah. flicking the screen to jump. I'm tapping. I'm I'm climbing Rubbing. a rope in the back with by alternating my fingers on the back touchpad. I... My initial response to that is that's just a tech demo for this thing. That they would not make, they would not be batshit crazy and make their most successful game goofy. You know? Yeah, I, mean? I don't. Like, I don't think so either. And if they do, I think they'll give you the option to yeah. to not do it. Mm-hmm. Well, because yeah. all the controls are already there. Like it's it's not something where you like you know, for instance, like the iPhone where you have only the touch screen. Yeah, you have to. You sticks. have everything. Like you you literally could use anything to do it. And and I think they're smart to make it an optional uh, kind of flip on the switch kind of thing. I hope so. Uh, number two here on the Rope Report, Sony announced a new initiative called PlayStation Suite, in which Sony will push their PlayStation brand to Android-compatible devices, mobile devices, as well as their new PSP codename, The Next Generation Portable. Little else is known right now, except that Sony intends to initially push a slew of PS1 classics through PlayStation Suite, and that it will require Android 2.3 gingerbread to run. What the hell does any of that mean, Scott? All right, so, um, <laughs> you know, another big thing that happened this week prior to the uh, NGP, which, uh, you know, kind of got kind of overshadowed by the NGP, yeah. was that um, the PlayStation portable phone, uh, which apparently is being called the Xperia Play, was kind of got like an in-depth hands-on preview by a, a tech blog, Engadget. And, um, According to Colin's write-up here, that's the next story. Oh, sorry. You have a write-up about it on IGN Gear. I did. Yeah, from, from the Engadget. Yeah, so basically it kind of echoes like previous, because there was a lot of like hands-on reports coming out of China and stuff like that, and this is the first like seemingly legit version. Um, so it's, it's again, kind of be the, it, it seems to be like it's going to be the first 
uh, ver- you know, product to actually support PlayStation Suite, which, um, it, again, kind of a more detailed description is that it's a a platform for Android 2.3 devices that'll span like tablets and smartphones. Like, so you'll be able to access PlayStation one games or you can like, or minis or whatever kind of new kind of, uh, PlayStation certified is what they're calling it. Um, software on a variety of different devices. Does this open the door similar to the App Store where people like you and I could be like, oh, I want to make a game, so we try to get certified or something? Well, that's... A, okay, so the certification thing pertains to hardware developers specifically. Like, okay. they're, like so if you want to have... If you want to support PlayStation Suite on your Android phone, you have to adhere to a specific standard set by Sony. Okay. So, like, uh, in terms of, like, the hard, what the hardware is packing, like, you know, what the software support will be, that sort of thing. So... It it you know it seems very much like Sony's still keeping their really kind of strict quality assurance standards in place, but uh-huh. so so I don't know how extensive the kind of like the app development community will be, or if it'll even support thing anything other than games, like if they'll actually have like an app element as well. Gotcha. But um, the cool thing is is that you in addition to like all that stuff being pushed out to Android devices, your NGP will have that as well. So you'll be able to download um you know kind of if there were to be an app community or, or an app style game community developed in this where like you get like all sorts of stuff like kind of indie developers springing up stuff yeah, yeah. you'll be able to access it on your ngp interesting. interesting so more on the xperia phone uh seemingly soon i was I've yeah been, right <laughs> it was uh off and running they yeah. bought it in china is that right somebody oh yeah it so, off so what i could tell the the hands-on preview came from engadget that like basically they had a chinese contact who snagged one off of the assembly line and similar to the show in the ports yeah the, the show, ps3 yeah, yeah. yeah just like the ps3 thing yeah, so it, it's it's pretty hilarious, but um, you know, and I, I feel I, I still don't know why they didn't just roll it into the yesterday. announcement yesterday. Because yeah. I mean, they they were talking about how it's going to be going to Android and blah, blah blah. I just don't know what they're waiting for. Yeah, I it, I mean, there there's talk that it'll be a Mobile World Conference, which is in um, Barcelona in mid February, but that's so far out, and I've got a feeling there's going to be like six other leaks before then. Yeah, yeah. so they're always uh, victimized by leaks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Um. Even though they did a good job with this one, kind of right. Like we knew a lot of specs, but I when they t- when uh, me and Scott Lowe were in the office, obviously late last night, w- watching all this stuff and listening to it, and reading Ryan's uh, awesome live blog, and uh, when they whip out the P- or whatever. I'm so tired. The NGP, <laughs> and it's not a slider. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. That I, blew my mind. I think I, what was most impressive to me was that there were rumors that Uncharted has been being worked on yeah, for a yeah, while. Yeah. But and we've they, been predicting it since last year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and people have been like, you know, this studio's been working on this game. Yeah. Um, but they, man, I'm not saying Gorilla or Insomniac have been working on those games because they probably actually haven't been working on Killzone and, and Resistance have probably farmed out to other people. Yeah, yeah. But they managed to hide that they were developing a, a new Little Big Planet, a new Resistance, a new Killzone, a yeah, new yeah. Wipeout. Like all these big games. I'm like, where the how the hell did they like? So even though the, the hardware secrets leaked, and even though people had an inkling that Uncharted was going to be on this thing and stuff, I had no when I was reading. The, uh, I was reading Ryan's stream or whatever, and he's like, they showed kills on Resistance. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, <laughs> resistance? Really? Like, yeah. that's so... Ex- I, I was so excited, and that's what everyone was talking about, even in the piece we wrote. People were, if, A, doubting everything we were saying, uh, technically, which yeah. Scott was totally right about everything. And uh, they were saying, like, where are the games? We need games. Who cares how powerful it is? Well, now I think the answer is, is pretty clear that there are games. You know, there are a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of uh, promised future development. Well, yeah, well, and and let's not forget, uh, Kojima came out and showed off uh, MGS4 oh, yeah. running on it. I mean, it wasn't like he he it was clear to specify that they're not working on a product currently, or they're not ready to discuss whatever it is. Yeah, he um, said at E3, that's when he'd make his announcement. Yeah, but he said like you know the one thing he did specify is that this was like being rendered on the PS uh, the 
It's, GP. it's annoying, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to write I, it down in big letters. I, I'm going to call it an, at PSP2. I don't care what Sony says. Uh, so it was running on the <laughs> PSP2, but it, 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 was, it wasn't just a video, though. Like It was actually rendering it. Basically, they took the models and all the in-game assets from the PS3, and he said, like, you know, easily ported it to, to run this cutscene rendering on the device. That's which, what everybody was saying, right? Like, yeah. they showed Lost Planet 2, and they were like, and this took a week, this took a week to port. And, yeah. like, and granted, it didn't look awesome, but yeah. it, it's a week of a port. Like, and there's it, tons of optimization yet to be done. Totally, yeah. 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 We let people have their hands on it. Oh, um, yeah. Epic was out there doing the same thing. Yeah, they said, what was that game they were showing the Defenders? What was, what was it? Um, I thought that was just an Unreal 3 de- like, I thought it was like tech demo. Too. Oh, well, they, they were show- someone showed a game where they were like, they said the same thing, like, uh, our guys, like, brought this to PSV2 or NGP yeah, in, yeah. like, a week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, scaling seems to be yeah. easy. Well, and that, and that goes back to what you were saying, uh, Colin, about us, like, kind of, like, nailing everything. Like, you know, the, the one thing that, like, se- was seemingly absent was the ubiquity thing, like, where you could actually, you know, play a game and continue it on the PS3 or vice versa. Uh-huh. I think, you know, specifically what Kojima said um, in terms of, like, you know, what his plans are for it. Exactly. It, it, like, it seems like the, the device is totally capable of that. Because that's what Ko- Kojima said. Yeah. He, he said that that was his vision, that yeah. being able to play it at your house, leave and play somewhere else. And come yeah. Back. Well, considering his games are, like, 64 hours long. Yeah, I mean. you can, like, watch the cutscene that's <laughs> yeah. playing while you go to the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, so, I mean, I think, uh, you know, it's really exciting. I, I, I think they're still leaving it in the hands of the developers to really kind of embrace that because honestly, most of the legwork has to be done by them. So it's really just a matter of how much they can't require developers to do that. Cause I think it'd just be way too expensive. Yeah. Uh, and that'll, you know, kind of kill the software support because less people will be inclined to do it. But you know, for somebody like Kojima, who's like, that is his vision. He wants to do that. It seems like the hardware could totally support it. And it's, um, you know, it's really exciting. I think, I think that's going to, Really, if not in the first year of it, like next year, like it has like, to happen right away. Like it, it <laughs> no, no. I, I think, I think at first you'll have like PS3 quality ports and stuff like that, but then like the ubiquity thing will be filtered in later on down the line of the life cycle of this thing. Because if they do the same thing with this, it's going to be like a lengthy system. If they, I mean, but think of it this way, like especially what Colin's saying, right? If they come out and it's Call of Duty three, Modern Warfare three, right, and it's the PS3 version and it comes out day and date with the PS3 version, and you can play them back and forth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or play the single player, or earn something in there that's getting. I mean, I think your character information stays totally. like yeah, your yeah, unlocks yeah. and all that. That be killer, dude. Not even on your list. We didn't even talk about it. trophies. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's so much to this uh, NGP <laughs> that we. Can... <laughs> yeah, they didn't talk about it at all, but you saw it on. Uh, yeah, on and we were all area. like, the, yeah, trophies are on their little live area, and everybody's like, we don't know if that's confirmed. What does that mean exactly? Blah blah. blah. And then the PlayStation blog put trophies confirmed. So I, I would not. In a million years, I think that Sony would have two different versions yeah, of trophies. I, it's the same trophy. I don't think yeah. so either. This is why I think that. I was thinking about this actually when I was in the shower this morning because I knew that nice. we were going to talk about like that question. And the, one of the things they prefaced the entire uh, conference with was like, PlayStation Network's a great success. We have 69 million unique users or whatever. Now, why would they say that if they were going to then say, like, well, we're going to make everyone with a PlayStation Network name make a new name for PA, like for yeah, yeah. So, obviously, I, I mean, I, they haven't said anything about it yet, but I think it's a 100% certainty that your name is going to be the same at both places. Yeah, especially yeah. for it being such a constantly connected device, right? That, that's yeah. the whole thing. And imagine, I, that's a really cool thing for me, I think. If this thing is cool as they're saying, constantly connected, so I, 
I want it on no matter where I am. Uh, that'll be awesome when you're at home, you're on your PS3, and you look at your friends list, and it says, oh, Colin's walking around this PS... You know what I mean? Like, not yeah. that it's geo-tracking you, but it's saying, you know, you're using yeah, it would be cool a, if there was live a, area or something. Yeah, it would be cool if there's just an icon. If you're on PS3, it would be like the little globe icon or something where it would say, like, this person's on a PSP, this person's on a... Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ. Yeah. And GP. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then, like, every, and I totally agree. Like, I think, I think the, you know, for, for the PlayStation faithful like us that are really excited about the PlayStation platform and PlayStation Network, we really love it. We're on it all the time. This is just even better. Like that's why I'm so re- I'm really floored by by this announcement. Now, obviously, it can come out and be six hundred dollars and be fucking ridiculous, and it sucks. And but like we don't know that yet. From what we've seen, from what we've heard from Ryan, who has played it, you know, had, had it on his yeah, hands. Yeah. It, it sounds great. It looks great. It plays great. It feels great. I mean, you know, it has trophies. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing that like has kind of floored me in, in terms of, like the response of like fans and and the gamer community like on Twitter and, and even in the iGen comment sections like that sort of thing is just that people are really pissed for some reason that there's a lot of ports being displayed. Yeah, this is actually an interesting thing. Yeah. Mark Ryan, uh, what, Mark Ryan, you know, uh, yeah. uh, what do we always call him now? Guides Overlord. Guides Overlord, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was tweeting last night. Oh, I want to play short games on my PSP. I, I want to play portable games. Yeah, like I, I just don't understand it because I mean, like I, I was actually gone through multiple like drafts of a single tweet trying to encompass all this thought. But basically, <laughs> basically, I'm like, you know, first people complain that there's not enough software support on the PSP, and then Sony covers their asses by making the platform super easy to develop for, so that people could just take PS3 games and make them portable. And then they expand the the platform to include so PlayStation Suite, where you can have new digital distribution coming in, new developers getting in on it that would otherwise be wary of it because it's only one device. Whereas now, it could theoretically span like multiple Android devices. So all the more encouragement in the world for developers to do it. And so it's it's almost guaranteed to have a robust software support system. And people are still complaining. Yeah, they're like, totally, they're yeah. like, oh, I don't want to play ports. It's like, then what do you want to play? It's, I mean, people say that, right? And who, how many people are playing their PSP right now? Mark Ryan doesn't play a PSP. Every yeah, and day. That's, you know that's, what I mean. He's not playing Angry Birds on it. It's yeah. not like he's yeah. out there playing Patapon. Like that's the thing I was telling him too. Is like you know, we, you know, I came in. We were t- we were going. Everyone was going back and forth on Twitter yesterday, last night. And yeah, then, it, was, it was exciting time. And then you know, <laughs> but I was saying to him, I'm like, first of all, I understand that the anti-port argument, except for the fact that like, what does that really mean? Because this looks like it's going to be a new Uncharted game. It looks like it's yeah. going to be a new Killzone game. It looks yeah. like it's going to be a new Resistance game. So these yeah. aren't ports. They're just series that are that were on PlayStation based on AAA franchises. Exactly. Yeah. So yes. it's not like, and that's what I was telling. I'm like, someone's gonna. I'm like, someone walks in, sees a PSP two or an X, just whatever. PSP two for three or four hundred dollars, and they're like, all right, cool. What games are on it? And then they see fucking Zongle Bongle, the Mystery Boy, or something yeah. on the shelf, and they're like, what the, f-? you know? And or they see Killzone, Resistance, Uncharted, Little Big Planet, things they know and love. Plus, and I was telling him, I'm like. And I, I walked in and told him today, I'm like, you know, call, that Call of Duty thing is the biggest coup that they have right now. It's, I mean, I'm telling you, that's huge. You know, and he's like, yeah. I don't want to play Call of Duty. And I'm like, you don't want to play Call of Duty. And most people do want to play Call of Duty, yeah. and they want to play it on a PSP2. They don't want to play a 10-minute game. They they want to sit on their couch, or they want to sit on, you know, they have to be at home, or they have to be on the train or whatever. They're going to play it, you know? Yeah. So I think, so. I think you know, the software library speaks for itself. Who cares if, you know, we have... Uncharted on PS3 because we're getting a new Uncharted game on yeah. PSP2. Yeah. Well, and and I think it has every capacity to fail. Obviously, I mean, totally. I mean, you know, there there is a we're not a, signing off on this. Yeah, I mean, it's ultimately in the hands of developers to right. to really take it and run with it. But as far as Sony's concerned, like I said, they totally have all of their bases covered. They have it like they have every capacity to create an awesome software platform. And I, I just I don't know. I I'm pumped about the idea of playing like. PlayStation 3 quality games on a portable. Yeah, I am too. How can like, you not be? Yeah. And I totally agree with you. Like, there's just, it's like, uh, uh, 
what is a gold member in, in Austin Powers? Like there is no pleasing you, you know, yeah. because it's like you, you just complain about, yeah. uh, you know, you could be like you just said, you just you, you summed it up nicely. It's like you complain about X, Y, and Z. They cover X, Y, and Z, and then you complain about A, B, C. You know? Yeah. Well, and and honestly, like, is everyone who would otherwise go out buy like a, a 3ds gonna buy a PSP2 or NGP? No. I mean, this isn't gonna be like this is gonna they aren't they aren't gonna sell like ridiculous amounts of these things initially, and I think Sony knows that. I mean, I I, th- I mean, this is like hardcore gamers platform. Like, this is definitely not hey mommy, I want a uh, a 3ds kind of uh, product. Like, it's it's definitely something that appeals to a very specific audience, and and I think you know that that people thinking that that is somehow the bar is like you know just like kind of like shovelware products where it's like you know everybody it's accessible for everybody. There's a market for that, but there's also a market for the, the PSP. Too. Totally. I, yeah. I actually want to. We have Scott here, so we should take advantage of it. What um, I'm most, what I'm most I interested. I want to take advantage of him in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm interested in, because Scott really will have the best insight on this, is how, so how does this affect a few things? The, this announcement, we don't know much about it yet. We know the technical details of it, but how does it affect a 3ds? How does it affect Windows Phone? And then how does it affect iPhone and iPad? You know, because like obviously they're trying by getting in with Android. First of all, they're trying to compete directly with iPhone, yeah. Apple now, and Obviously, this has big implications for 3DS, I think, too. So, yeah. especially probably over in Japan. Well, I think of of the gaming handhelds between the 3DS, you know, Nintendo's efforts and Sony's efforts, I think, you know, this is obviously the biggest stab at Apple. Like, it's like, you know, we're taking this to multiple devices. We're, you know, opening the doors to, like, to more creative, uh, you know, kind of developers and that sort of thing. And we're, you know, basically expanding the medium to encompass multiple devices. So, it's it's... It's certainly going to impact. It's it's it, and as far as I don't think they're going to compete with the iPhone, mm-hmm. but I think they're going to give them a run for their money. That's sort of you know it's like I don't I don't think their their aim is to take down the iPhone. I just think that they're like in long term preservation is concerned. Like the this is a, a really kind of smart strategy on their ha- behalf. Right. And and I think you know Windows Phone Seven isn't much of a threat because I mean the way microsoft has approached that gaming platform as far as like cross integration with xbox live they've really dragging their feet with it i think they're like kind of just dipping their toes in to see how many people actually buy a windows phone 7 and then possibly expanding right. that feature but like basically sony's just punched them in the face it's like you know, <laughs> it's like you know we, we're we took that idea and we made it awesome so i i don't know it theoretically you know it, it could be it could be great but um yeah, so we're actually gonna break down like the real technical dif- uh, specifications, <laughs> technical, yeah, uh, specifications of the device as far as like how powerful it is compared to other devices. Obviously, there's a lot of information not being revealed, like how much RAM it has, what the clocking speed is, and all that. But battery just, life too, right? And ba- and that's the other thing. That, like, I'm terrified of that. Yeah. That's my thing, right? Is that people are bitching about not having portable games. If somebody has to fly all the time. I would kill for an Uncharted. On you know, I, I always think of like a G, an RPG too, like a really good like you know. I'm picky about my mm-hmm. RPGs. I know there's a lot of JRPGs and stuff on PSP as normal, right? But I'm I, I like Western ones, Mass Effect, Fallout. Right, to right. Get something like that where I could be in an airport for two hours, on a plane for two hours, and then in a hotel room and like have that PS3 experience, that yeah. deep story, something that's engaging would be awesome. My fear is it runs for two hours. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm in the airport, plugged into the wall, sitting on the floor, and then I got to get on the plane, and it's almost dead by the time I land. Well, is that a rational fear, though? Because because I, 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 I agree, but, like, from what I've been reading, I don't know anything. Everyone knows I'm, like, very I'm not technical at all. But I was reading that the OLED screen or whatever is, like, actually helps it save power, right? Yeah, so OLED is energy efficient. Like, it's, it's more so than LED. So, um, like, obviously, it's hard to say exactly how much it could possibly save, but it, it is also... You know, you also have to consider the, you know, quad core 
processor in this thing. This thing is a processing beast. Like it, yeah. it, it, it blows away anything on the market right now, whether it be a tablet or a smartphone. Like this, the, the smartphone thing right now is like they're all talking about you know dual core processors. This thing has the quad core processor. This and and it has the dedicated GPU. What so the this fuck thing, does that mean? Huh? Boil it down <laughs> in like a basic. So it's gonna be fast. It's gonna, as we've seen, it's gonna produce freaking amazing graphics. Uh-huh. Um, but it also consumes a shit ton of memory, uh, you know, of energy. So I mean, okay. um, it, it's they haven't talked about battery life, but I, I've got I've got to imagine it's gonna be a big issue, um, especially with 3G connectivity. Yeah. 3, that, if you yeah. if you leave your you know iPhone on 3G, like it totally you know kills your battery like if you turn it to just like edge network it's fine but like three like that kind of data speed and constantly being connected will definitely kill it same as wi-fi does so i mean they've got a big hurdle to overcome but i don't imagine they would pack this many features into this without having some sort of game plan yeah. it would be really <laughs> ridiculous if they're like look at our great system it runs for 90 minutes it's, it's <laughs> yeah. a game here yeah <laughs> feed it six double a yeah. batteries yeah. and see what happens well yeah. and this also comes on the heels of the like and, and obviously it's a playstation podcast but it, it's kind of relevant but uh the 3ds like got a battery life has been taken some pretty crazy uh like abuse at the moment because uh they found that you know simply using the 3d feature it kills the battery by 25% as compared to when it's off. Mm-hmm. So like it, like the 3DS has a max battery life of five hours and that's optimum. Like not running 3D backlight turned all the way down. Like it's wow. it, like, yeah. So, and that's I don't pretty even, rough. and probably Wi-Fi and all that turned off. Like, so if it, so most experiences are going to be like 3.5 to four hours. So if Sony can do better than that, then I think they're golden. I, I don't, I honestly don't think they can. I think it's right, right there too. Based on what they're doing. Well, yeah, I don't know if they depending on the game you're playing and what depending on the game, but also like you know they they haven't really talked about what they're doing with the battery, like you know well, they, how, ta- how, they haven't talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah. This was a very this was a very much here's the new baby, no idea when she's coming, how much she'll cost, yeah. no games. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. really what we got last night, yeah. right? Like. It's going to have 3G, no talk of what that means, if I have to get a contract, if it's free. But by going to a a, a Flash-based format, the way, you know, looking at that hardware as big as it is, like, probably half of it could be a whole battery, for all we know. Like, the internal battery. That would be awesome. If they came out and said this thing is a 20-hour battery, I'd be like, ah! Like, the whole, (laughs) the the bulk of the, you know, actual framework could actually be the battery. Who knows? Yeah, Yeah, that'd be pretty wild. Yeah, it'd be heavy as shit, but it would be, (laughs) it would would run. Yeah, but I think, I mean... I don't mind it being heavy, like you know what I mean. Like I don't, I I know I'm the guy who's just bitching about not fitting in his pocket, but that that is just a cosmetic concern. Like I always have a messenger bag too, so yeah. for me it wouldn't be a big deal. Well, and if it's for something where again you could you you get that type of experience, you you t- t- take a bag around just to you, you know, exactly, have it with right, you. Yeah. It's like if you're gonna use it, it's like hell yeah. But my I really like my so my fears are as follows: price, how expensive three G will be, and how that works, battery life, and then having to carry around these damn flashcards. Yeah. If if I have to carry around four of, if I can't just rip the damn thing, I got spoiled with the Go, Colin. I no, like I, I like I what the Go what does. Saying. I've lost uh, DS cartridges, yeah. multiple DS cartridges. I, have a cool- I don't know where the I, I don't know where two of my Professor Layton cartridges are. I don't know. So I mean, I understand what you're saying. Those things are easy to lose. They're yeah. kind of I don't want to say cumbersome because they're tiny, but but they're an, uh, annoying. And I I agree. But at the same time, I think Scott's I got the right idea that the uh, these games will be probably all available. To download well, uh, well, here's the thing. If you look at like Sony's other business models, like Blu-ray, um, Sony has really been pushing the digital copy thing. Like, so you you pop, you get the Blu-ray, but you also get a data disc that you can put in your computer, and totally. and, and with a special code, like in, you know, get the whole movie on any number of mobile devices. So I think 
you know, th it would be counter or like completely disjointed if they were to do the same thing with the games, like or not do the same thing with the games. You, I mean, your install makes sense, right? That if you were just to say, hey, I bought it in store, installed my thing, put it away, then you know, I delete the game, and then six months later, I want to play it again, I pull it off my shelf and reinstall. Well, if you think about the PSP goes like. Uh, PC manager, like it, basically, if you have like an iTunes like system where you sync, you can take games on and off. Like it's it's fairly you know effective to uh, to run. I, I thought that software was really effective. So yeah, I, I think if go. they yeah if they continued to you know just push that like and refine that, I think it it totally worked to just rely entirely on like kind of digital versions. But you can actually again buy the hard copy. Okay, okay, I like what you're pitching me. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have listener mail that's all about the what did I write it down? NGP. So uh, let's get through the rest okay. of the Roper Report as non-NGP related. Okay. Uh, number four on Collins' Roper Report. If rumors from the LA Times are, be to believe, are to be believed, Modern Warfare 3 is being primed for a release this fall. According to the rumors, Activision has Sledgehammer Games working on the single player along with a gutted Infinity Ward. Desperately, depressingly, God, I'm tired. Depressingly, <laughs> these same rumors state that the best first-person developer in the world, Raven Software, is working on the multiplayer aspect of the game, officially making them a bro-shooter developer. <laughs> <laughs> How does that make you feel? Raven's uh, getting was, some work, It was huh? devastating. Well, I, I think it's good for them as far as like getting their name out there and stuff, but then hopefully they'll make some money, and then they can make uh, Singularity 2. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. They're not making Singularity 2. Stop it. Uh, number five. Some interesting kills on 3 news. The game comes out on February 22nd, but running February 2 through 14, gamers can download a new beta and play all the multiplayer modes on the Frozen Dame level. If you're more interested in the single player experience, a single player demo is coming February 15th. PlayStation Plus members will have early access to it on February 8th. Yeah. What's that doing for you, Colin? You got is that make your new I'm wiggle? not excited about Killzone, but but um I know that a lot of people definitely are in that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very big. I'm, uh, so. I, I really like the multiplayer beta. I wanna, I'm want i excited to play more multiplayer in that game. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. to. I, I don't really even care about the multiplayer. Like, when I, I played with... I played for the first time a few months ago on multiplayer Killzone 2. So, yeah. I like the single-player campaign. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm most excited about. And I heard the controls are nice and crisp. So yeah, I like them. I've been playing. Well, and you get to go hell again. Once you go hell again, you never go back? Yeah. What do you mean? In the single-player? Or in online? Or what are you talking about? Well, both, right? You can play on the, the planet hell again. Oh, yeah, you yeah. play on Hel the yeah. planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're still on the planet, Helga. It's I'm so sorry. pretty. You're escaping now from it, right? Is that what it is? Because the second one on takes yeah, yeah, yeah. place on it. But exactly. This one picks up right after the second one, okay. so you're still on Helgen. And then, yeah, as spoilers, if you haven't read any Killzone coverage, yeah, you get, you have, you're get you on Helgen still some more. <laughs> sorry. Number s oh, No, whatever. Don't worry. We ruin everything for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything for everybody. That's a podcast tagline. Yeah. You know, we're getting away from conversational podcasts, too. We ruin everything <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> Number six, Platinum Games, the mind behind Bayonetta and Vanquish, are prepping a new multi-platform online combat game called Max Anarchy. It'll be released this fall. We just put up a trailer for it. Cool. Teaser trailer. I did not get a chance to watch it. So. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I didn't play Bayonetta. I know Clemens really loves it. You I loved I, Vanquish. I loved Vanquish. It was so good. So I'm, I'm going to... I think it's, that was an amazing game. If you haven't played that play game. That. I still need to play it. Very good game. Uh, EA has confirmed that the single-player DLC is forthcoming for Dead Space 2. It's called Severed. No release date has been revealed. Dead Space 2. Good game. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Rockstar's long-awaited L.A. Noir now has a release date. It will drop May 17th in North America and May 20th in Europe. Looking forward to that. I don't believe that. You yeah, know, we'll Delayed. That, the game's been developed for six years, so we'll see. Yeah. I, it sounds like a cool idea. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Oh, no, 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 totally. I'm excited about it. Rockstar is very good. The, the facial animation is just insane. Have you guys watched that behind-the-tech yeah. video? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, I think it looks weird. Everybody should check it out. Weird. Well, it's a little weird, but like as far as like pushing the format forward. Yeah, doing something different, sure. Yeah. Uh, the Mortal Kombat reboot has a release date. It's going to be released April 18th in Europe, April 19th in North America. 
Uh, that game, I'm, I know, I'm not a huge fighter fan. Uh, I do enjoy the occasional Mortal Kombat for its brutality. We just put up a exclusive uh, behind-the-scenes X-ray trailer today. Those moves are awesome. Yeah, I really like those. Crushing skulls, stabbing people through the face, seeing it all. I can't get into Mortal Kombat, but I'm going to give this one a go. You too, you too peaceful? Is that your problem? No, I, I, I just, it's always. You've always compared it to Street Fighter for 20 years now, and it's like Street Fighter games were always just much better, you know. So yeah, it's but like, these yeah. are more entertaining, I think. And I, I know, I just pissed off every listener out there, probably. But like, I'm, I, you know, you I, everything for everyone. I'm, a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a super casual fighting fan, so I enjoy the blood and like the fatalities, and then I'm I get the same out. way. Whereas yeah. Street Fighter is so nuanced, you know what I mean? There's right. so much going on. If there. I step into a, a Street Fighter match with anybody. Other than me, I just basically get stomped. Like, I, it could be any number of people completely inexperienced. I'm just not good at it. So, like, something like Mortal Kombat, where it's actually kind of manageable, and, and the, again, it's got a real entertaining value. It makes it a lot more, you know, enjoyable for me. So, gotcha. Get over here. Get over here. Yeah. Number 10. We reported on the Heavy Rain movie rumors some time ago, but now Variety reports that the film has been fast-tracked towards production. Deadwood executive producer David Milch has reportedly signed on to the film to help it get going. Hey, all right. Yeah, come on, why. man. We make games they're... for a reason. I don't want to. Yeah, and that games. and that next to Uncharted is pretty much the only other game I can think of that was literally like a movie in a game form. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, you don't really need to do much to it. Maybe take out some of the weird, like, kind of French Canadian stuff, but like. Yeah, like the weird voice acting. Yeah, the voice the acting. Jason. Yeah. But the, it's just weird to me. Like, Quantic sure. Dream was very, was very clear that like we're not doing another Heavy Rain game. Like, we're doing something else. That's it. Yeah. And that, but then like, oh, but we'll do a movie. But well, they don't have any say in that, really. Do I know. They? I guess yeah. it's Sony, but it's just like it seems like it. Ru- like you would think that like Sony would say like Heavy Rain's kind of like a sacred game for a lot of people. Just in fact that like it's they're not- a company, Colin. I know, but it's like it's it's <laughs> it's like you know they ha- it's like an, a piece of art. You know, it's like something you don't mess with. It would be like making a a game out of like the Shadow of the Colossus or something. The argument oh. is that no matter how shitty a movie ever is, right? People watch it and people like it, and so that yeah. small percentage you go, oh, that was cool. Then they find, oh, it's based on a game. Maybe I'll play that. You know what I mean? Well, we'll see. Yeah, I, we will. Jesus Christ. Go yeah. to bed. Okay. <laughs> well, that game in particular was just like drawing from so many different movies. Like, it was like uh, the Bone Collector and like, uh, yeah, right. like kind of like, what is it, a seven and all that. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I agree. It's ridiculous. Colin, yeah. your least favorable name was the political powerhouse yeah. with a terrible 3.5% of the vote. Okay. Here's a political story that I think has a political spin from uh, Colin already. Number 11, final Roper Report story. If left-wing congressman <laughs> Joe Baca of California gets his way, ESRB ratings of T or higher will require a health warning label on the front of the game box as well. The video game Health Act of 2011 will require boxes to be released with warnings like the following. Warning. Excessive exposure to violent video games and other violent media has been linked to aggressive behavior. The bill was originally introduced in 2009 and never made it out of out of a I'm sorry, and never made it out of committee in a liberal controlled House of Representatives. So you can bet this one isn't going anywhere now. <laughs> that is such bullshit, man. Like, yeah. I mean, there, for every study that says there's is linked to aggressive behavior, there's another one that says it's not. Yeah, it's not. I mean, all right. So this is this is the argument I have. Like, you, you don't even have to get you, you don't even have to get into the sociology. You don't have to get into the, the pathos of the people that that do these kinds of things. All you have to do is look at a very simple fact. Millions and millions and millions and millions of people play games. Millions and millions and millions and millions of people watch really violent shit on TV and movies all the time. Yeah. They're okay. So if one or two people are killing someone, it's like the Columbine thing where they kind of tried to, like they were obsessed with Counter-Strike or whatever and like doing like Quake mods and stuff like that. That seemed to be more of a coincidence than the fact that That's they, what drew, that, they that were exactly. their murder simulator. Because like how many people did Quake mods? How many people played Counter-Strike? It's millions of people. You know, so 
I yeah. just feel like they, they find these like correlations that are really bizarre that really don't stand up to any sort of scientific scrutiny or even logic. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, if you even take a look at these people who do these things, like their gaming habit is one very small specific you know thing that it in, impacts you know very little of their actual psyche. If you look at like the their other like other experiences in their lives, like you know they they have like a terrible childhood or they right. like or you know they killed cats when they were little. I mean like that is much more of a signifier of like an ex- a pre existing problem than hey he played Quake. Like it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, it's silly. I agree, and that's why that just bothers me because it's not a left wing or right wing issue. It's like it's just logic. You know, yeah. it's just like. What? Where does it end, and where, where do people start taking some personal responsibility for things instead of saying, instead of blaming like all the ills of society on all these certain things? It's just ridiculous, you know. Because I, I, can, I can't use myself as an example because I'm only one person. But what, when I grew up and I was like, you know, I played violent video games and I loved all this violent shit on TV and, and stuff. And then I was like, I met a lot of people like you guys that grew up in the same way. We're all fine, you know. I yeah. murdered a bunch of people. You know, it's just, <laughs> you know, it's just a little strange to say yeah. like, you know, one in a million people that really loved Call of Duty go and kill someone. So video, no. video games and are bad. And you're absolutely right. It's not a left or a right thing because on both sides of the spectrum, there are people complaining about right. this. Like it, it really is not at all related to one political, you know, sp- you know, side of the, the right. field. Yeah, I agree. And I, the political thing and, and that was just to say that. The Democrat, he's a Democrat, and the Democrats controlled the committees, obviously, when they yeah. controlled the House, and it never got out of committee, none- so it was never even voted on. So now that the House is controlled by Republicans, it's certainly not going to get out of committee. Well, yeah. Why are politics such a waste of time, Colin? Nothing <laughs> uh, ever happens. Yeah, it's true. Well, our- it's all posturing. I don't try. No, you can't. They all get. Yeah, yeah, they all get on their high horse about these marital affairs, so and they all have them. Yep. Yeah, our system is our our bicameral system is like it doesn't allow things to happen quickly, but that's the idea. Time yeah. out too. Heads up, readers. I brought this on, discussion on it. Oh yeah, so don't, don't don't bitch at Colin. This is a real Greg Miller tired question of why everything's so fucked up. No, in it's, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's true. It's it's like the idea was you know. Uh, you guys can look it up, but Jefferson and uh, the readers can. But Jefferson and, and Washington had a really interesting conversation about um, about the bicameral legislature and how like nothing, everything gets done in the House, nothing gets done in the Senate, and how it's like about hot tea, and then you let it cool off or whatever in the Senate. Yeah. You know? And so that was kind of the idea. Things to get, you know, like uh, the health, like Obamacare was overruled, and and and. Uh, and and uh, in the house, and then it, it gets to the Senate, and nothing happens, you know. So like that's just the way it's always been, and uh, I think it's actually a good thing most of the time, unless there's like a, a, a crisis that we really need to deal with. Yeah, because you don't want to like you don't bailing wanna... out a bunch of fat cats on Wall Street. Yeah, we did that real quick. No reason in a weekend. No, no, no. But yeah, I agree with what you're saying. But that was the idea, you know. And maybe it's not very timely in like a modern society, but that was like in an agrarian 18th century society. I just, wish, all, I just wish most politicians weren't trying to be actors. They're all like. Getting up there with their voices and their speeches. Just be yeah. normal people. Be, I, be a conversational podcast when you talk about I agree. Dude. For, <laughs> straight up, like, I, I, I t- talk about how I want to run for the House sometimes or whatever, and I would be – not that I would win or whatever, but I would go to – first of all, I'd go to Washington, and I would wear jeans and a T-shirt, and I would go vote and talk to people in a jeans and a T-shirt. and I Or, like, when I talk about the – like, the president has, like, his spokesman that talks to him every day. I would just talk. So yeah. the people be like, well, what do you guys want to know? I'd come out and like, <laughs> come out in like a bathrobe, and, and you know, you're the president of the people. So I totally agree with you. There's a lot of like, uh, nothing spontaneous, and nothing is pandering. Like, yeah, it's, it's just pandering and posturing, and it's all about money, and that's a sad thing. Upsetting. Yeah. All right, moving on, Colin. I want to play some games. Sadly, the NDP GPTS PSP2 mm-hmm. is not out yet, so I can't <laughs> play anything on it. What could I? Where could I go to find out what came out this week so I can play? You go to the official list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms. Find the Uh 
for some reason I have uh, I guess I wrote this down because uh, I don't I thought we were going to discuss it but um, just as an aside real quick yeah, before sure. I forget conversational podcast uh, everyone... I mean we're 49 minutes into the show and we're on to topic 2 so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's been talking about like in a lot of the comments been like you know PSP 2 is going to fail and it's going to suck and it, well, it's yes. remember Pactor made that big deal PSP 2 dead on arrival yeah, well, that's idiot. Uh, first of all, it's definitely it's definitely going to do at least marginally well. I think I think that's pretty clear, unless it's like five hundred dollars. Uh, but I, I wrote down this number: sixty three million PSPs. That's how many PSPs have been sold to date. Now everyone's saying that like the DS and the GBA clobbered the PSP, and it's like, well, yeah, they sold much more, but sixty three million. There's nothing to scoff at. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing to scoff. That's more than PlayStation Three. That's more than Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. That's almost as much as Wii. So. Exactly. Uh, it's like, dude, like it, it's not going to be like I, just stop comparing it to Nintendo. Yeah, I, I agree. Nintendo makes a very specific product. For, yeah, a for very, an audience that's very broad. Wide, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. This, again, just shut up with that stuff. And I'm sure if Sony looks at this and, and they're like, if we can sell 63 million PSP twos, we'll be very happy. Yeah. You know? So, uh, so let's let's lose that because it, it, it doesn't have context and you sound stupid. Okay. Um. So for new games, uh, PS3, Dead Space Two, which okay. you liked very much. I did 9.0. And Two Worlds 2, which I don't think we have a review of yet. No, I think Arthur's working on it, but I, I've heard mixed opinions about that game. And so, yeah, it's a, I've never heard anyone... Well, yeah. some, people have, <laughs> some people have been being impatient about that review, I know, not being up yet. Uh, it's a very long game, as far as I understand. So Arthur's thorough. Yeah, you got to be thorough. What do you want us to just half-ass? That's not what it's we another do. thing. Yeah, you're up too quick, you're up too late. You know, nobody's happy. Yeah. They, they complain about XYZ, you fix it. Yeah. They complain about ABC. There you go. Again. Uh, PSP, Lord of Arca- Arcana, is out. Sounds like a Ryan Clemens game. Yeah, we've had a lot of trailers up on it. So um, that would be my input on that. Yeah, so we have, <laughs> so we have go some, watch some trailers. We have some trailers. Uh, I imagine we'll get a review of that sometime. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the only Clemens isn't here to do uh, PSN games uh, for Zombie Blognack, but I can tell you the only new game that came out is Dead Space Extraction. It's fifteen dollars, but if you have Dead Space Two, you get it for free right now. Remember, that's right a now. limited edition. Eventually, they are going to make press copies of the PS3 edition that do not have Extraction. Right. This has been a question a lot of people have had forever. Remember, we get this question just about every week on Beyond. Uh, yesterday, we recorded the Dead Space 2 podcast, which is a special one-off that you should download and listen to after you beat it. However, on that show, Steve from EA and Visceral said specifically, right now, if you go out and buy it on PS3, you get Extraction for free on the disc. However, one day, when those copies are all gone and they rerun them, there will be game PS3 versions without Extraction. Okay. Why do people care? What, what do you mean? Why do people care that that's on the disc if it's free? It's free, oh, because that's how you get it. In yeah. other words, they're worried that if you're not quick enough, you won't get. We want to we want to oh, spe- stipulate okay. that you it won't always be free, and then you'll have eventually. One day, yeah, you uh, could okay, buy the okay, game okay. and not get it for free. Uh, I thought you were saying that people were complaining that it was on the. Oh list. no, no, like, no, no, like, no, no, what? no, no, yeah. no, no <laughs> it's, it's as a standalone. Cool. Yeah, uh, I gave it a seven point five. So you you, you, re- you reviewed it? Again. Yeah, because now that it's for sale on its own, it's like oh, I should review it. Uh, it, it you know, it's a it's a really fun game. Uh, there's some. Pacing issues, I thought. It gets slow at points. It doesn't look great. It looks better than the Wii, obviously, but it's still not a caliber right. PS3 version. However, it's only $15. There's 10 story chapters, a whole bunch of shooting galleries. I yeah, think it's I guess... a really solid thing. <clears throat> For my money, it's the best use of the PlayStation Move yet. Like, I know iPad got a be- higher score than it, but I would obviously be more inclined to play Dead Space Extraction than iPad. Answer so, me this, Greg Miller. Yeah. Dead Space Extraction Connect. Is it happening? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Just karate chopping in the air to yeah, right, like, yeah. get Necromorphs. <laughs> karate chopping the Necromorphs' <laughs> arms off. Um, so, the, yeah, that's basically it. No PS1 games, no other game other that's than Dead Space game. Extraction. Uh, not really any interesting DLC. It was actually kind of a weak week. Also, no PlayStation Plus update, although I thought that it was supposed to refresh this week. I guess it does next week. Because I, I read know. somewhere that... Uh, I said Critter Crunch last time, but that's not true. Um, 
Digger HD. It was supposed to be free, but I don't. Uh, I read that on the blog, but I guess it's I guess been, it's, it's next been week. kind of a crazy week here. Yeah. So uh, lots of stuff happening. But so um, that's take it. of the week. Pretty clearly, Dead Space Two. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Do you? Are you've been playing it a bit, right? Or I played. You through, had? I, I did a few weeks ago. I played through chapter didn't hook six. You, didn't do it. For oh you? no, it did. It just I have to bring the debug home, and then I tried to transfer my saves, and I did. But then the, you need a retail you, copy, and you don't have. Retail. Yeah. Oh, well, then I had a retail copy, but then I had the saves on an effing drive that was like corrupted, so uh, I couldn't transfer my shit over, and then blah blah blah. But I synced my trophies, so that's all, right, all I meant. You I agree. Good, yeah, great yeah, game. I've been playing it on PC, game. but uh, that's pretty much that the same. Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Great game. All right. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we've already been in topic of the week here. We're we're knee deep in topic of the week. It's called the NGPT two twelve. That's oh, the topic. Oh, oh of the Greg, week. Greg, Greg, real quick before I forget. What, what do you got for me? Before we go back to what your you, mail and stuff. I just want to say, uh, I'm impressed by this eleven for eleven or whatever deal that PSN's had going. Oh on right, right yeah. And I wanted to call it out just because uh, it's not like bullshit sales. Like they've been pushing like top costume quests on there. You yeah. can buy costume quests super cheap right now. Yeah, costume quests like quest. Death Spank two and Shatter. Uh, so I, I bought... Death- Explain to him what it is, 11 for 11. Yeah, so it's like this PSN deal, limited time, where basically 11 critically acclaimed games are half off or whatever. Um, so I spent 20 bucks and got Comet Crash, Death Spank 2, uh, Peggle, which I never played before, which Peggle's is great. really fun, um, and Swords and Soldiers. So four, games Soldiers I, so four games I never had for 20 bucks. Not a bad deal. So I just wanted to call it out if you guys are... Looking for a good PSN game. These aren't like frivolous, dumb yeah, discounts. These are, really these are good actually pretty good games. They're, they're doing it with good games. The only game on there that we didn't give a good review to, I think, uh, don't hold me to this, but I think is the Tumble game. Oh, yeah, Tumble got a terrible review. However, it wasn't at all reflected around around the net, as I say. A lot of the internet, uh, the whole bunch of people, you know, weren't uh, as rough on it as we were. But so if you really trust Jack DeVries, who I do, I would say yeah, trust, I trust him. him too. He wasn't happy to move control. Yeah, I was going to buy it, then I was like, oh, he didn't like it, and I, 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 Jack's. Knows his games. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to call that out real quick before we All right, cool. Uh, let's talk a little bit more NGP, but let's try to answer some questions people have. Sure. Uh, I think we've touched on some of these, so we're going to get around here. But Tony asks... I just touched the thing on the Mac. Everything's still good. Okay. Don't panic. Yeah, don't, <laughs> do not panic. By the thing, you mean the mouse? The ma- yeah. <laughs> okay, it's so disgusting. Everything in this room is so disgusting. One day we should clean it, but that'll never happen. We no. shouldn't clean it. It should just be kept clean because people are responsible for the things they bring in here. And true, we, true. Anyways, Tony says, what will happen to the UMD games I currently own? I assume PSP2 will be backwards compatible for all of them, but obviously it won't play UMDs. Do you think Sony will have a plan for UMD owners to download them for free or nominal fee? No. No. They, Tony, it's they, over, buddy. They screwed the pooch on the, the PSP Go. Yeah, they're, they couldn't pull together for the Go. Yeah, they're not, definitely not going to do that. It's a new platform. It's a new thing. Well, I, have a, I have a theory, though. Oh, God, here we go. Not necessarily first party, but it would be interesting, and, and I'm sure it could be locked out with some easy firmware or whatever. But it would be easy to or interesting to see if a third party tries to make some sort of device that lets you rip your UMDs onto the memory of the PSP2 or whatever, or so to you your know. PC, yeah, or to your PC or something like Use that. Yeah, the, well, the Go manager. We've heard that before. That's a, that was their big thing. I remember when they were talking about the Go. The Go. I don't know. I just nobody it, ever did it. That seems like a pretty big complaint. I, I mean, I'm a little confused. I was talking to Anthony before about it. And I'm like, if you get your PSP2, the thing you're most interested in is playing a fucking five year old game. No, don't but you I mean, wanna, like you're you... Clements and you're insane about Dissidia, or you're me and you love Patapon, or Valkyria. I mean, there's a lot of there's or simply l- the fact that you have a massive UMD library. Yeah, and you don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess the games I just said are all, are except yeah, they're all downloadable. So that, I mean, yeah, I'll but, just re-download Valkyrie. But either way, it's like I just think it's a silly gripe, just because if I want to play Simon's Quest or something like that, I'll play it on the NES, you know, well. because that's where it lives. So if you want to play a PSP game, play it on your PSP. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same deal. thing with the PS3, like in the lack of backward compatibility on PSP2 or PS PS2 titles. I mean, yeah, it's like they're just not they're they're not interested in that anymore. It seems like so. Scott Lowe. Yeah, you cover a lot of hardware launches as the yeah. gear god. Joseph2411 asks, so obviously, 
the new PSP2 and GP will not be called PSP2 as they would have announced it with that name by now. But are they sticking with NGP? What is the reason behind this? I, I don't know. I feel like they may actually pull the PSP2 out again. I think basically what they're trying to do is 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 really go start fresh with this thing cuz I mean as you can tell with the you know the the Android kind of expansion that they're trying to open this up to a wider audience but you know still maintaining the core like hardcore uh, community so I've got a feeling they're, they're, they're trying to think of something new and fresh in terms of the name but I wouldn't be surprised to see it come back to the PSP2 uh, I, uh, I kind of agree I think PSP2 is not uh, possible but I think the reason they did this personally is because they're going to call it PlayStation something you know like yeah like the screen not says PSP2. PlayStation yeah so I, I think it's just going to be like PlayStation whatever you know like whatever NGP yeah, no, no, but I mean, <laughs> like a one quick, maybe one or two syllable word, yeah. you know, PlayStation Astro or something, you know, something like that, like that's like not, I, I even though PSP, like we just talked about, was a, it was a, it was a success, uh, hardware-wise, whatever, I think, I do agree that they kind of want to move into I, some yeah. Right, yeah, they want to get away the, from yeah. that name. Yeah. The acronym, yeah. Because how many people, uh, you know, oh, PSP has no games, oh, the P, I mean, like there, as much as people love the PSP, there's a lot of people who have maybe misguided opinions on what it actually well, is. Well, they realize that the, the the word PlayStation is their strongest you know, totally kind too, of yeah, brand. Right. It's like, yeah. it's just go with that. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of, you know, abbreviating it kind of thing. All right. Uh, Zezler says, why do you think that Sony went for the original PSP look instead of the sliding screen? Similar to the go. That's what I want to know. I'm, I'm not convinced that it actually will be the sole skew. I think there may actually be a slider oh, style. Oh, no. They can't do that right away. Well, okay, That's got to right, be their year, right, a so, year out redesign. So as Colin said, we kind of nailed everything in terms of like the pre-release rumors, with exception of the slider. And when that happened, I went to my contact who fed me all this information. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, told, like, this, this, you said this was a slider. And, and they reiterated that every, every dev kit is a slider. Like it is, it is not, it is not the actual kind of the standard design we're looking at now. Yeah. So it's see, and if you take the information they have here, like you know that the 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 size and dimensions of it are tentative. It seems like they're definitely exploring a number of different options. It may not be something we see this year. It might be something we'll see like early next year. But yeah. I I think a slider is certainly a possibility. I think it, I like sliders. I think they're slick. I like I like how my PSP Go looks. I would like that would be fun to play certain games touchscreen like yeah. that, right? Just. Do- yeah, so I would I would expect you know that not necessarily this year again, but like next year I could easily see it becoming a slider. Okay, friend of the show M Dog two four three eight writes in just like you can to beyond at ign.com. Uh, do you guys think the six axis in the NGP will be better or be used better in games than it was in the PS3? I can only hope so. It was Jesus it was Christ, honestly so. it was honestly surprising. Not only like I understand like you want to maybe have like a gyro in there and you can, yeah, but to call it six axis was really like cause they did refer to it as six axis yeah. right that's really surprising to me because six axis is widely panned as being like a failure and they don't even release they release dual shock six axis now it's not like yeah, just yeah. A, they'll really light almost like you're playing with a fake controller six axis so it's a it's, you, you remember that like how <laughs> yeah, light that controller was? i have one in my cabinet if i pick it up I'm like, oh, I don't know. yeah bromley has a few like when i have friends over and we play and i'm like these things suck like they, they're <laughs> just so light and they you know so i'm supr- i totally understand where they're going for they're, and they want to do something like you do with the iphone or ipad or whatever but Calling it six axes is yeah. Hard. I mean, Sony's never been really great with their terminology for stuff. I mean, like they never like they definitely want to make everything very specific to like them. So I I don't know. I I think it. I think what they'll really kind of do is is change people's perspectives in terms of like the way you kind of use it to uh, in some of the tech demos, like where you can actually move the controller around and explore the the game world. So like invisibles. It, exactly. So um, front face. We didn't even talk about cameras. Front and face. Yes, yeah, so it's got a front and rear facing cameras. camera. So you could do augmented reality applications. You could do video conferencing. Skyping. Skyping. Yeah. 
so we can for where we <laughs> want to play DC Universe <laughs> Online. I hope they bring back the boomerang controller now, too. Since they they never even came out. Colin. I know. Yeah. Uh, well, it supports Bluetooth too, so it it could have a whole number of different add-on devices. So. Yeah. All right. Gordon says now that the PSP2 is official. What are the chances that we get to play Little Big Planet 2 at the house? Start creating, go to work, finish creating, come home, re-upload. I don't know. That's that's a, see, it's it all starts to break down when you talk about complicated games that are already out. I don't know. We know nothing about the Little Big Planet they showed there, except that it looked a lot like Little Big Planet 2. Like the two seconds I saw of it was a race that looked just like one of the ones in Little Big Planet 2. So if they were being developed at the same time, sure, maybe that's Italian. But I de- I think like you look forward with like Konami where they're like planning their games and they're saying transfer back and forth well i mean the the technology definitely supports it like you could you could do like with a simple it, through the digital platform and, and just patch you know uh or update uh little big planet 2 to on the ps3 to actually support that kind of thing but you know more often than not i would expect that you know them to uh take the concept wait for little big planet 3 and right. make that a huge selling point. It's like, well, now you can do like with this game, you can do it. But rather than, hey, now you can do it with this game that you already bought. Like, right. you know, I mean, it's it all comes down to the money. Yeah, I agree. And if Kojima was developing Little Big Planet, that would be the reality. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even want to know what his Little Big Planet. Oh, by the way, I, I forgot to say, I, I when Kojima did come out, I I fully expected that that he was going to say Metal Gear Solid Five was going to be on. On this oh, really? platform. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be Peace Walker with trophies and oh really? Yeah, I was like, because I, I feel like if 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 they really wanted to get in on the hardcore audience and like really convince them that this is what they want, they'll be like, well, you can only play Metal Gear Solid Five on this. Yeah, E3 helpful. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah he I, says he's doing something E3. Who knows what? It's yeah, and he says he and he and he, been, he's been a big supporter of PSP. Right. If you did not play Peace Walker, you are batshit crazy. That game is awesome. Yeah, it was cool. It was a little. Uh, it was weird for me to just play a PSP game because I haven't I haven't done it in such yeah. a long time. But uh, and he, and his studio has been hiring for the new Metal Gear game. Mm-hmm, I think so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Zane writes in. He's one of the final three questions of Podcast Beyond episode 172. Uh, that OLED screen will be impossible to see anything in direct sunlight. Bummer for those people who want to play it outside. Sad. Is that true, Scalo? I don't know if impossible is the right word, but, but OLED like does have it. I mean, we we saw it with the Zune HD. Like it, it doesn't, you know. While it's super, it's like so gorgeous and like optimal lighting. If you go out in like direct sunlight, it definitely loses a lot of the ability to see. Uh, what's on the screen. And that's something that's been happening with PSPs for forever. Like, any you know any I mean? mobile device. I mean, you go out 3, in the 3000 yeah. was the first one that I thought that I, you could, I could play outside and not even in direct, but I mean outside and see stuff. Like, yeah. my Go, I can't do stuff. Like, no matter what, your mobile experience is dampened by reflections and really bright direct sunlight. So, I mean, in this case, it's definitely going to be a little worse, but the answer is don't play outside. Hey, Colin. Yeah. Yep. Armando doesn't agree with some of the things you've been saying on this podcast. Yeah. He says, the NGP is going to fail horribly. This is quite simple. Think about the machine rationally. A PS3 with tilt, touch, a great screen and portable, you'd be stupid not to buy it if it's going to cost 400 uh, Sony can't risk lowering the price, blah, 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 blah. He, then he starts going like, why would I want to carry this thing around? I, used, I use up two pockets, as most people do nowadays. My cell phone, uh, blah, 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 my GPS and my wallet. Uh, where would I, why would I want to carry around something GPS. else? Alright, no, I'm, again, I'm very tired and jumping through his email. Sorry, that was in parentheses. <laughs> my cell phone, parentheses, this encompasses my music player based on the Go internet, GPS, yada yada. Oh, okay. So okay. basically, let's edit. <laughs> I was going to say, he carries around the GPS. Because those TomTom things are huge. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, my cell phone and my wallet. Those are his two pockets. Why would I want to carry around something else? Blah, blah, I've got it covered. And he goes on about bitching about prices. Same reason anybody wants to carry on a Kindle. It has, a, it has failure written all over it. Sony has another failure. It really doesn't have failure written all over it. If anything, I think, 
obviously uh, what we said a million times, price is going to tell the tale. Software always tells the tale. It looks like they're they're nipping that in the bud already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a pure hardware standpoint, it it's got everything it needs. Yeah, and but and, remember the original PSP was like, oh my god, this thing's got so much power, and then like it failed, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I, and I don't mean failed because I you know, everybody knows I hate when people say that. But you know what I mean? It came out and everybody's like, it's too expensive. And how did I use this? And why is it so hard to do music? And why yeah, yeah, yeah. Why I'm more optimistic is is that there is that precedent, like you know. PlayStation learned from their mistakes. Yeah, like they they had they've they've already like again like they they've totally looked at this new platform as a way to remedy the problems of the PSP original like you've got the dual analogs you've got the capacity to do trigger support you've got you know kind of uh, cross platform like console version games and the, which make it more accessible for developers I mean they've got all of their bases covered I think Yeah I don't I don't see I mean I agree I don't see uh unless there's a you know one way or another, they're going to eat it on the price. There's no, like no doubt about that. Yeah. It's just a matter of how low they get it. Um, and I don't really see everyone's argument about like, well, why would I want to carry this thing around? You don't have to carry it around with you all the time. You don't have to carry it around in a fucking pocket. So like, why don't we stop talking about, you know, like like really just looking for things for it to be wrong with it or whatever. I think we should be a little more optimistic just because we were so pessimistic about the PSP for so long. We now finally have something to be excited about. Call, so, hold so on to your ass. Yeah. Right. You and I don't I'm like... I'm on to my ass right now. We, oh. don't, we don't like... Hold on. This is okay. one okay. quick aside. Okay. We don't like working on... What if Live Area had trophies and rewarded you for walking certain distances? Or walking Well, I'd probably be like 140 pounds again. Okay. Instead and of he'd also Scott. carry a banner or a man purse so he could do it. I would yeah. carry it around yeah. my neck. Yeah, carry it as like a necklace. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry, Scott. Though. You, uh, you had oh, a real thing to say. Oh, oh so the OLED thing. Like, um, one thing, you know, that just kind of occurred to me or, you know, that I've been thinking about is that, you know, people are really freaked out that it's going to be super expensive. And, and honestly, what I think, you know, the answer to that is, is Sony is one of the foremost purveyors of OLED and they always have been. Like, they, they were the first to the market with the first TV that you could get for OLED. It was like $5,000. It was 11 inches. <laughs> Which is like, but they sold it anyways. They're like, "Fuck you guys, we're gonna make this work." We're and, pushing technology. Yeah, we're we're gonna keep it going. Give me Peyton Manning. And, I need a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, they discontinued it in the United States, but they're still selling it in Japan. And you know, if you look at their like Walkman series, which again is kind of like a utter failure. But I mean, or, you know, it's it's not it's not great. Um, and they're implementing OLED in that. Obviously, that's like a three-inch screen, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, they are pushing this technology, and they're, they've consistently been doing it so that they can make it more cost-effective in the production thing. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to find that the OLED is not like the biggest kind of uh, the weight on the, on the pricing. So, I, I don't think they'll take nearly as much of a hit as everybody thinks they're going to. I hope so. I hope it's not crazy expensive, and I hope. Uh... It can't be. I really think it's not going to be below 300, and it's not going to be above 400. It's going to be one of those. I, I hope 300. 300 and 349. 300 be, for everything they say, that'd be fine. I could do. I could deal with that. I know yeah. a lot of people wouldn't, but early adopters like me and Colin. I'll buy it for 400. dollars I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, but yeah, 300 dollars will be. You know, if they announce, uh, if they just, I just want them to announce price so I can pre-order it. And get oh, it we didn't touch on this at all. Uh, there's a GameStop uh, pre-order oh. thing going out <laughs> that has it listed at 999 dollars and That is absolutely not. The that case. is not the real price. <laughs> don't so don't funny worry about that. Really the price, I'd be like, well. It's a good ploy to see if you can get Sony to actually comment on the price now. You know what I mean? Because GameSpo- GameStop is the biggest retailer. Right. Like they're gonna try. Anyways, final question comes from Mohammed. Beyond. 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 Hey guys, what was your favorite announcement about the NGP? Ooh, For yeah. me, it's, it's it's trophies and bigger games. Showing an Uncharted, showing trophies, and the you know the fact that I could play that on the go, that I could go to some event somewhere and on the way play that. That is awesome. Yeah, it That's is. what I want. I mean, I don't want to be overly, or you know, kind of like dodge the question here, but I think you know, ultimately, just the whole experience of, of a, a new emerging platform, like a wholly new experience. That looks like it's doing a lot right. Yeah, that, that looks that, like it is. Who it, knows it, if it, it definitely is. has the the right pieces to make it awesome. So I, th- I think in the whole thing in general was just like was surreal for me. I was like, this is this is great. 
Cool. It's Colin, been a what do you got for me? What's your favorite? Uh, obviously, trophies were great. No. Uh, I kind of felt like that was inevitable, so I wasn't yeah, like, yeah. too it wasn't. Yeah, you weren't. Um, but uh, yeah, just I, I honestly, the game library uh, really blew me away. I, I thought we would hear about Uncharted or something, and they'd be like, well, we got these guys lined up. But then they were like, well, we got, you know, like we said, like Resistance and Kills. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. That, that, that's huge. And I'm really excited to see like what this Resistance game is, who developed it, and where it fits into the story. Excellent. And let's not forget Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, that's that's that 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 blew me the way the most. It didn't have to show anything but a Call of Duty. All logo. I had to do was put the logo on the screen. Yeah, there you go, bitches. <laughs> like... Don't, they dropped the mic. Walk off. <laughs> so uh, that, yeah, I thought that Kodak was... out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Exciting time to be a PlayStation fan. Uh, of course, IGN and Podcast Beyond will be here for you. IGN's here every day. Podcast yeah. Beyond posts every Thursday, so be yep. a, be a fan. Uh, we talk about it all on the internets too. You can yeah, we got a lot. Of, yeah, we got a no. I mean uh, the the. Specifically, the PSP2 um, NGP thing. We got a lot lots of, stuff of coverage up, up yeah. right now. We got um, we got a lot of coverage existing. We got a lot of like like more in depth tech stuff coming up on the gear side. Also, on you'll find it on PlayStation. All that. A so. lot of fun stuff too. Yeah. Uh, like if I think there's a you know you're either a listener like me and Colin who don't understand tech at all, or you're Scott Lowe and you're super into it. And I think there's going to be a lot of uh, content coming up to cater to both of you. Yeah. Scott Lowe's oh. hard store stuff, and then me and Colin are putting up pretty pictures that yeah. <laughs> show you what exactly yeah. this is in sizing. And well, stuff. and we're only in the beginning, dude. We got so yeah. much to do, and it's going to be great. Like, I'm really excited to see what happens with yeah, this. Yeah, we're going to turn a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, to keep up on it all, obviously, you can follow IGN on Twitter at IGN. Follow uh, Colin there at No Taxation. Follow me at Game Over Greggy. And follow Scott at Slow IGN. S L O W E. Yeah, okay. Uh, also, let's quickly give it a shout out to our missing member, Clements, who's in Tokyo right yeah, he, now. Yeah, the whole reason he's not here uh, is because he's over there doing that. So. He's, uh, he killed it yesterday and he did a really nice job. So we miss him and uh, we want to thank yeah, him. Yeah, there were a lot of emails uh, thanking him for the coverage and saying how good it was. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, you know, the people who, if you like Podcast Beyond, you should be reading IGN because IGN is us in written form. It's yeah. our, injecting our personality into what we're doing and trying to make it, uh, you know, a clubhouse, right? right? That's what the whole point. Yeah. We want you to come there and know, you know, hey, Colin, I want you to come in my backyard, Colin? climb up this tree. Yeah. Help me nail this board into the street. Take yeah. off your pants. Let's oh, get some Jesus. candy. What? No, that's not how your clubhouse has worked. Weird. One, one more shameless plug on my yeah, end. Sure, um, we actually just reignited the the Tech Fetish podcast. Yeah. Um, which and you're is, giving away cool stuff. We're giving away cool stuff. We're doing uh we're doing a giveaway of AMD's um God I can't even remember the name but it's a 3.4 gigahertz processor so it's uh, we're giving away several of them so if you're into that sort of thing definitely tune in this week um, but yeah we're gonna be it's gonna be a weekly podcast uh, we're bringing it back if you're unfamiliar and uh, yeah we talk about all sorts of stuff like the PSP2 you post on Thursdays as well uh, it, we don't have a set schedule yet but okay. um, yeah we're, we're working on it, it. if but, you subscribe on iTunes you'll yeah, find it when yeah. you get there yeah so uh, we got lots of cool talk especially with the PSP2 coming up so we'll get a lot more in depth on that stuff so right on. tune in radical quick editor beatdown uh, I'm jonesing for some DC Universe online so I'll be on all weekend you can follow my Twitter to see what character I'm playing and when I'm up voice and chat so possible God, I hope so. Jeez. I understand they're over they're overloaded. They have a lot of things on this MMO, but yeah. If I could talk in the game, it'd be great. And not have to Skype with me. Not have to Skype. Me and Scott Lowe <laughs> Skyping. I've, I've never felt so nerdy to have the Skype going on my computer, a headset on, the TV turned up while I'm playing so I can talk. Yeah. Still te- typing on the the keyboard to tell other kids stuff. Yeah. Great. I have a copy Good of the times. game now, but I, I'm not going to jump in quite yet. Why not? Uh, I want to get Play the, with me this week. I want to I want to platinum uh, New Vegas and Mass yeah. Effect. Well, at least start away. downloading the 14 gigabyte. That's not a bad idea. You should start <laughs> yeah. downloading at some point. Because well, you're going to kick yourself Yeah, yeah. There's a 14 gigabyte. 14 gigs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If, if not more. Jesus Christ. I thought Mass Effect's like five, and I thought that was like a, extraordinary. I had to delete stuff because I have a launch system. Oh. Nice. Oh. <laughs> yes. All right, we're getting sidetracked. Uh, that's the show, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, remember, every Thursday we're here. You can read us on IGN.com. We play a song. 
at the end of the show. You can send songs you want to hear to beyond at IGN.com. You have to, they have to be your songs. You can't just send me yeah, just don't Nelly Furtado Jimmy, songs. Jimmy's, Jimmy's chicken <laughs> tracks all the time. Oh, God. Jimmy's chicken. Yeah. I'll make the bed up straight. Yeah. I always stay on it. Yeah. I hope Jimmy's chicken shack is listening and will send us that. That song. was a hot track. Anyways, today's song comes from a listener named Damon Hatfield. Uh, he DJs <laughs> and records under the name Monster Zero. This is a track, Robocop vs. Terminator, off Don't Worry About the World. It's one of my favorite Damon Hatfield jams. Beyond. 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 Terminator You said I'll see you later When you stepped out To buy some milk But you never came back Robocop You said you'd never stop Loving me Is that what you said To that new guy you're with You know you just can't trust These cyborg men You just can't trust These cyborg men You just can't trust These cyborg men Any farther than you can throw them
see you later I stepped out to buy some milk But you never came back Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.